Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. We have some recall news, but we also have some exciting surgical robotics news. I'm excited to get into that. So, Sean, welcome back. Can you give us a little roundup of what we'll talk about today? Sure. We have another serious recall from Philips Respironics. Surgical robotics news, as you mentioned, this is coming from Microbot Medical. Vizion's launch of a visualization system for spinal surgery, an FDA de novo nod for Viz AI, and an FDA clearance for WellDoc. So let's jump into the WellDoc news first. Yeah, the FDA cleared WellDoc's Blue Star for personalized bolus insulin dosing recommendations. It's the 10th clearance for this digital diabetes management platform to date. And what is Blue Star? It's the flagship product from WellDoc, and it guides individuals through their management of diabetes, enabling self-management of care while enhancing connections to the user's healthcare team. WellDoc has partnerships with health plans, systems, and employers to extend care, improve health, and reduce costs. So what does this latest FDA clearance allow the company to do exactly? This regulatory nod enables Blue Star to use connected insulin dosing data in personalized bolus insulin dosing recommendations. And WellDoc hopes to make this enhanced functionality available commercially by next year. Interesting. So what did the CEO have to say about this? Kevin McRaith, president and CEO of WellDoc, said that the 10th FDA clearance demonstrates the company's commitment to leading innovation in digital health. And he added that insulin dosing is a critical piece to diabetes management and now WellDoc software has the power to deliver these important data and insights directly into the hands of adults living with diabetes, their caregivers, and their healthcare providers. Now, it looks like we have some more AI news to share. We do. FDA grants de novo nod to hypertrophic cardiomyopathy AI algorithm from VizAI. More intriguing applications of AI and medtech being recognized by the FDA. And what does this de novo nod allow the company to do? Well, according to VizAI, this creates an entirely new regulatory category for cardiovascular machine learning-based notification software. This HCM, or hypertrophic cardiomyopathy platform, gives providers the ability to identify more patients with suspected HCM earlier using the AI technology. They can receive their triage and diagnosis for further evaluation once the notifications are sent. And this algorithm helps sort of make the process all more efficient. Fascinating. So can you tell us a little more about what that Viz HCM system is? Yeah, the module automatically reviews routine electrocardiograms or ECGs from across the health system, identifying HCM cases and notifying the appropriate cardiologist and care team on the Viz mobile application. Once the clinicians get that notification, they can then easily review the patient's ECG and coordinate follow-up for diagnosis using the Viz Echo Viewer to review images and access echocardiogram reports and then move the patient on to whatever treatment they may need. This de novo approval kind of provides this new marketing pathway for this device. And it seems like something that executives could be excited about. Definitely. Dr. Chris Mancy, the CEO and co-founder of Viz AI, said the addition of Viz HCM to the Viz AI platform aims to improve outcomes for patients with HCM by getting them to the right specialist faster. With the AI-powered Viz HCM module, the company looks forward to realizing its promise in expediting detection and care of patients with this common inherited heart disease. What's the next bit of news that we should know for today? Vizion launched its advanced visualization system for minimally invasive spine surgery. It looks like a really innovative approach to navigating spine surgery, something that could potentially you know, excite some surgeons, especially. 
Definitely. So what is that MaxView imaging system from the company? The company describes it as a first-of-its-kind advanced visualization system for minimally invasive spine surgery involving no capital equipment expense and no operating room footprint. State-of-the-art features single-use sterile 4K imaging camera and a reusable non-sterile 4K image control box. And what does it offer surgeons? As a 4K digital platform, it can offer real-time procedural video recording and still image capture, enabling the surgeon to develop a digital content database for teaching, presentations, publications, and more. It's implant agnostic, has compatibility with all major currently marketed lateral access retractors, according to the company. Dr. Rajiv Sethi, one of the first to commercially use MaxView, he's a doctor in Seattle, called it a game changer. So as I said, surgeons definitely pleased with this potential, with the potential of this technology. Interesting. We've discussed it before, streamlining surgeons' workflows and just easing the load of work for them is an important trend in medtech. What kind of optimism do executives have at the company? Jeffrey Valco, the CEO, said that visualization seems to be such a fundamental requirement during spine surgery, but advancing minimally invasive techniques requires more advanced visualization that significantly benefits patient safety without a large economic burden on the hospital. He believes that Vizion uniquely enables this with the first ever MaxView 4K system. And he also said there's a chance to expand into additional markets. They may look towards neurosurgery, ENT, endoscopy, and potential other orthopedic uses beyond spine. Sounds like something to watch out for. Definitely. Now let's move on to that surgical robotics news. Yeah, Microbot Medical inked a deal to expand its surgical robot manufacturing capabilities. See, we, we talk about surgical robotics a lot, but that's because it's just a hot topic. It keeps popping up in Microbot, seemingly putting the infrastructure in place for a rollout eventually. What is that surgical robot from Microbot Medical? Yeah, Microbot develops the Liberty single-use endovascular robotic surgical system. Its uses include neurovascular, cardiovascular, and peripheral vascular procedures. It's got a compact design, remote operating capabilities to reduce radiation exposure, and the physical strain on physicians. And what will this new agreement mean for the company? So this agreement with BY Metamore, or just Metamore, governs the manufacturing of Liberty for its first in-human clinical trial and the initial Liberty systems expected to hit the market following the completion of regulatory requirements. Metamore itself calls itself a one-stop shop for contract manufacturing, including integration, parts cleaning, clean room assembly, and testing. Now, this sounds like it could be a step toward maybe commercializing the robot. You would hope, you would think this this plan wouldn't be in place unless the company you know, thought they had a shot at doing that. So Simon Sharon, the Microbot Medical's chief technology officer and general manager, said, The company believes the manufacturing agreement supports its efforts to deliver a state-of-the-art advanced robotic systems and facilitates its next steps, which, as you mentioned, you'd imagine would be commercialization. Interesting. And now let's move on to the Class 1 Phillips recall. That's right. Another Class 1 most serious kind ventilator recall from Phillips. While unrelated to the initial respiratory recall that sort of plagued the company for the last two years, more issues for Philips and its respironics business. So how many devices are involved in this recall and which devices are included? This one covers 73,000 ventilator devices, the Trilogy Evo, Evo O2, EV300, and Evo Universal ventilators. And what is the issue in this recall this time? 
Phillips recalled the effective devices detecting dust and dirt from the environment in the air path of some of them. So extended exposure to environmental contaminants like dust and dirt can lead to buildup that may block air vents and cause the device to stop delivering the right amount of air pressure or air volume flow. Obviously, when people in critical need of air are using these ventilators, blocked airflow is not very good, so it could be very serious. For sure. How many reports have there been, and have any of them been really serious? Yeah, the companies received 542 reports, according to the FDA. Currently, two reported injuries and one death, so very serious. And that's all the news that we have for today. Thanks, Sean, for coming on, giving us your insights, and sharing all this news with us. Of course, as always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. What about you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 